Kings of Kill, the show dedicated to the love of all things horror. We're your hosts. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And here on the Kings Kill podcast, we're talking about why idle hands can be the devil's playground. But first, if, you, if it's your first time listening, you're a returning fan, thank you so much. The biggest thanks you can give us is to share this episode with everyone you know. We're trying to grow. We need your help. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Kings Kill Podcast. So you never miss when we release new content. Join the discussion about episodes and take our weekly polls on Twitter at KKill Podcast. If you have any requests for shows, please write to us at Kingskill Podcast at Gmail. All of which can conveniently be located on our official website, kingsofkill.com, where you'll find our online store. And if you're able, help support the show by going to anchor.fm, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, anchor.fm slash Kings of Kill slash support. Every penny helps. We appreciate all of you. Now that's out of the way, let's share some scares and get on with the show. Steven. That's me. What What's are we talking on? about today, my friend? Living the dream, man. Oh, we're talking about idle hands. Idle hands. The Devil's Workshop. 99. Right. Whatever that saying is. Close enough. Yeah, they say it several different ways in this movie. They say Idle Hands of the Devil's Playground. They say it's the play pen. They say it's the workshop. Whatever. I, like I get the, the gist. I like the play plant pen. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in years. Like, it's been a decade or more since I've seen this. What about you? Um, Months. Just months. I would say, I would, I would, I'd say just months. Just months. I, I, I try to get to this every once in a while. It's uh, it's fantastic. In fact, what what strikes me as odd is this actually isn't one of my Halloween staples, and it should be. This takes place at Halloween, and this is this is a super fun movie to have on the background of a of, of a party or something. This is a great Halloween movie. Yeah, I I forgot that it's a Halloween movie. Actually. I did too. I, I must have missed that in the first the first pass. That completely overlooks it which makes sense like why no one second guesses the zombies at all because everyone's in costume yeah that was a good move that's pretty smart yeah. um so those of you who haven't seen a quick premise of idle hands uh is uh, a total slacker uh devin sawa uh who's in i mean everything great in the 90s right uh yeah little giants he's a little qb yeah, he's in Little Giants. He he played uh, the human form of Casper. Yep. Um, Final Destination. Final Destination. His biggest fame. On to uh, he wasn't he wasn't he in that uh, that Fred Durst movie? Oh, I don't even know, but I know he was Stan in that Eminem fucking. He was Stan. And he was he was in the <laughs> Fanatic, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Okay. What a what a history of legend that. of what a what a Shakespearean thespian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a you he's he was big in the nineties, right? Like he was the nineties, and then like, he, he just, was you didn't see him for a while. Didn't see him until until the fanatic came out. Um, he's he's got yeah, his big stuff. Thing. He's got a family. Return claim tonight. Yeah, so uh, so the premise is this: this slacker, uh, uh, total deadbeat loser, uh, 
somehow gets his hand possessed by by a demon that that pinpoints slackers, people with idle hands, and possesses his hand to go on a killing spree. And the whole point of this killing spree is to steal one innocent soul and take it to hell. That sounds like a heavy premise. It's not. This movie is anything but heavy. This movie. I mean, is, it, it's a heavy is, premise. But... Yeah. <laughs> the concept is is sounds really serious and dramatic, but my god, this could not be a lighter movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not lighter on like gore and stuff. Like it's definitely there, but it's just not captivated very well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess actually the the gore like, in this was was even better than i remember um they're all practical effects um the lighting's great uh there's a decapitated head in it there's a scalping in it all of which are animatronics and actual effects the hand makeup is real um it's it's really fantastic in fact the uh uh the crew that led the effects uh actually has has won i think eight oscars oh damn yeah, not only that, but but the director, uh, Rodman Flender, uh, learned the craft on Broadway and studied at Harvard. Oh, nice. The guy that directed Idle Hands studied at Harvard. And Leprechaun, <laughs> and grew too. up on Broadway. He did Leprechaun. Yes, Leprechaun. <laughs> How could we forget <laughs> Leprechaun 2? My God, that's a series all in itself. Uh. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, speaking so, of the uh, hand, this, yeah, you know who voices the hand? Okay, is this? I know where you're gonna. Is this real or is this just make believe? Let's let's bring it up to the let's bring it up to the people. Let's hear it. I, I, I didn't know this, but Robert England. Yes. So Robert England is not listed in the credits, but he is listed online as the voice of the hand. Now. I'm not sure what the truth is, but I would not be surprised because Robert England loves horror and loves to be involved with horror, loves to produce horror, loves to co-write horror and do guest spots. I would not be surprised if he jumped on the sound studio one day and just started banging around and shit just to make sound effects for the hand. Would you? Oh, yeah. Of all the things, the hand, yes. <laughs> Freddy Krueger <laughs> himself, yeah. That No surprise. There are so many... Oh people in this like there's there's a there's a lot of people yeah if you if you what's that if you catch the cameo there's a lot oh my god there's there's two huge cameos spoilers all throughout we're we're gonna we're gonna break this movie down like we always do the two cameos that i could not believe and had to actually like double check was um uh was tom delong from link 182 oh as the burger play as the burger guy who just says yeah okay that that was his performance that of was a his, lifetime. That that was it. And Kyle Gass from Tenacious D in the same burger scene. Yeah, that's that actually surprised me as well. I never noticed except, that actually. Except he's thin and has hair. Kyle Gass used to be a stud when he was younger. Nineties Gas, man. Nineties <laughs> Gas. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, uh, Let's let's start it. it. It starts off with what uh um this this awesome like '90s rock montage intro, which we don't have anymore. We don't have any fun music videos 
know what I mean? That basically start off the intro. Literally, Z Rock, our local radio station, started <laughs> started the intro to this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, for I guess for the younger crowd, yeah. If if you want to see what it was like in the late '90s, this is peak '90s. I guess. Yes. This for is a, this entire this film is, a is snapshot just '90s. Yeah. This is <laughs> a. a uh, hip- the the rock music, which is like sublime, I guess is rock. Okay, yeah, I don't know. It's got Offspring and some other stuff just like that. The clothes they're wearing is so fucking nineties, and I don't know. Just what we have in the nineties, like teen movies. It was like Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh, I think the American <laughs> Pies came out, or one of them. Never started been to. Scream. We had Detroit Rock City. For the horror, we had Blair Witch, Sleepy Hollow, The Haunt, The Haunting, The Haunting, and Deep Blue. With Scream, with Scream, yeah, yeah. And then you have Idle Hands, which mixes the teen and the horror, and it's just peak nineties. It's like can't hardly wait, but screamish. It's just like so can't hardly wait. Meet scream. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's just like the perfect like goofy teen horror. I don't know how to describe it anymore. It's no, just you, like... you you actually you did great. It's uh this this is, movie is a perfect snapshot of the nineties. The clothes, the the hair gel, the baggy clothes, the the over shirts unbuttoned for no reason. The yeah the, the I mean the lingo or the talk, like when he's like, I don't want to go to prom. We're going to listen to music like Jewel. <laughs> like, uh, it's so relevant for the, the 90s. Oh, it, it is. It is. Um, so let's, 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 let's start it off. We got, right, we got yeah. the, great, the great intro, just like a 90s rock MTV music video. Um, like, if, if that doesn't look like a, a Rob Zombie intro to a song, I don't know what is. Um, <laughs> so it's you meet Devin Sawa, a total slacker. Um, oh no, before that, it's it's the parents, right? We see the parents yeah, first. Uh, Fred Willard is his dad. Yeah, R.I.P. Fred Willard. My, what yep. what an amazing what a dad of dads. What a perfect yep. dad actor. Um, so uh, Fred Willard um, hears a noise, goes check it out. Um, and uh, uh, the missus, his wife, sees uh, this message, glow-in-the-dark, weird message on the ceiling saying, I'm under the bed. She freaks out. Uh, they're looking around the house. They get off by this mysterious figure, right? We, we never see him. In fact, the, the wife gets pulled under the bed, and you see blood shoot out from under the bed. How she get killed? No idea. <laughs> All you see is this, you don't know. Is this hilarious effect. Shoots out, just. We then meet Devin Sawa, a total stoner. Am I saying Sawa weird? How do you say like is my, Devin it just Sawa. doesn't come out of the mouth very good? You know what I mean? No, it's like sweet molasses. It's like I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's I'm so doing weird. a southern accent. What <laughs> molasses <laughs> dripping out of your mouth? What the hell was that? Devin Sawa. <laughs> Um, so we meet him. He's a total stoner. It's been days since his parents got murdered, right? And he's like shouting, Ma, we're out of milk and shit. If I were to go down to the kitchen in my damn drawers when I was a kid, 
and scream my mother saying "Ride of milk," I, I'd get smacked upside the head. Like oh, that ain't gonna be cool. Yeah, no, no shit. Well, she's not around. She's been dead for days. You moron. So he, so what has he, he been doing the past couple of days? He's <laughs> not been high as shit. He's been, <laughs> this guy is a twenty-four-seven stoner. He actually retrofitted his inhaler, like his asthmatic inhaler, into a into a a, a goddamn bong. Like I don't even know how that works. He how? must have got it from Casper or something. I don't know. Casper, that bad <laughs> influence. Don't let, don't let kids. Careful with Casper. He's not that friendly of a ghost. <laughs> oh, he's 420 um, friendly. <laughs> okay, so this this whole movie seems like you remember Reefer Madness, that terrible, terrible like plan to like sway kids from trying marijuana. And it's just the most ridiculous thing. Don't smoke marijuana or you'll Man, murder someone. I thought you were gonna say terrible yeah. movie. I was like, don't. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's no, not terrible. It's a blast, <laughs> let me tell you. But it, it's like yeah, goal I, was I, to I sway. Yeah, its goal was to deter people from smoking weed. If anything should deter people from smoking weed, it should be this movie from like young underage kids trying anything. You try and drinking, trying marijuana, anything when they're young because or a devil will possess your hand. I think it's a way better message than look out, you're going to a killing spree. <laughs> You're yeah, out of your was, mind. Where was this? So this was 99. We were what? Uh, sixth grade, I think. Fifth Damn. grade? Dude, I'm we were in fifth dated. grade. I think. Where was this in our little like drug talk? Like, let's yes, wa- we have to watch this movie. Or this else your aunt, gets, your aunt gets possessed if you smoke a, yeah. <laughs> This should have been playing at the gymnasium with just a PE coach and a whistle and short shorts. Just standing, yep. supervising everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, so he's this... high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so our boy Devin, whose name is Anton in the movie, uh, runs out of weed, hits up his friends who are Seth Green and um, and Eldon, who is, uh, I don't know, kind of an anybody. Eldon. What? Have Eldon's you seen him on Netflix? Yeah, basically a Netflix king. He's in... He's in <laughs> If you've watched Netflix for more than a month, oh my god, yeah, you 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 know him. His uh, (laughs) what's his first name? Eldon Henson. That's Eldon Eldon. Henson plays. His name in this movie is Penub. P N U B French or something? Penub. Like what the hell is Is that French? Does that sound French? I don't know. You, Mr. Molasses, calm it down. (laughs) Is that French? So, so Mike and Penub, played by uh, Seth Green and, and Eldon Henson, uh, who are just perfect for this role. Um, I love. Oh, they I love. Uh, El- oh yeah, for sure. They 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 really are funny. They have nothing but one liners, left and right. So Anton sneaks into Seth the window. Green is- God, come on! Without a paddle, <laughs> come on! <laughs> Without a paddle, what an amazing gem that is. All right, so go on. Hey, why is Anton wearing one? He's only wearing drawer, drawers, but he's got like drawers and then drawers on top of those. Like, do you see that? Like, he's got underwear on and Dude, then more 90s. underwear on top of his underwear. That was 90s. That was a Everybody thing. Were boxer Double briefs up. or something. 
They don't care. Uh, they're they so he just, sees. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I don't know if the if the people want insight into your dick. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where I was going. Need with to that. know about. Whoa, buddy. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> Again, I don't know why we don't have any ads. I don't know why we don't have any advertising <laughs> sponsors. Um, well, now the few, well, boxes are brief. Which one is it? Come on, we're talking about it. Um, that, that's the weirdest question I've ever heard because who wears briefs? Like who? I'll bring it back. I don't care. <laughs> bring back the mankini. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, folks. <laughs> uh, so then they see Jessica Alba, who plays Molly in this movie, uh, just uh, just heading home. Who is the who is the heartthrob of of the movie? She's she's the uh, the girl next door. Now, Kate. Now, now, mind you, here's the sketchy part. She was 17 when they filmed this movie. Really, 17. She looks it. She's in sex scenes in this movie. Really, she looks what, Stephen? <laughs> She looks seventeen. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. I cover, didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> she's seventeen, dude. She is in her panties in this movie. She's she's in sex scenes in this movie. She's seventeen. Yikes! Ugh. And then Sawa has been thirty for I don't know thirty years. So I don't know how that I don't know how that plays out. I think he's been the oh, same ever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's aged since Final Destination. <laughs> I think he's just no, stuck there in a time warp. Maybe he died and he actually died. It's just ghosts. Poet- poetry. Maybe he died. Maybe. Actually died. <laughs> I believe that was the first title for Casper. Maybe he died and actually died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um so there's been there's been a bunch of killers around town, right? Um, and so there's now it's Halloween time. There's curfews. There's a school dance coming up. Uh, they're not allowed to trick or treat because they're worried about murders. Stupid. And Anton's, Anton's been acting real funny. Well, it's been like four days, and he finally discovers a cat playing with an eyeball after he makes a sandwich out of a bloody knife. So stoned, he has no idea. So so desperate for a high, right? He's out of weed. Oh, so dude. what does he do? <laughs> he combines cinnamon and oregano and tries to get lit from it. Quick, quick story. A friend of ours who will remain nameless was <laughs> uh, at one point a little intoxicated. <laughs> and uh, Stephen and myself played a little prank on him. And we me. rolled up. It wasn't you? Oh, okay. No, I def- I played the prank. Yeah, so uh so we rolled up uh oregano as if it were a joint, handed it to him. He took a he's like, Oh shit, thanks, man. Took a puff and instantly somehow said, Is this oregano? How many times have you smoked oregano? Yeah, that, know- mean, that means he was uh used to that, yeah. Yes, he knew. He knew. Yes, this is the smoke from oregano. And it's funny because none of us smoked, so we're like, "Let's see if he does." (laughs) And he was down. (laughs) And he just, yeah, I'm in. Oh, stories from childhood. I mean, adulthood. Definitely adulthood. Yeah. What was? Um, Like twenty, nineteen. I don't care. Doesn't matter. 
fifth grade. That's when this movie came out, right? Yeah, the fifth grade. Yeah, we were like six when we were smoking oregano. Passing that oregano around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are we even at with this movie? We're, what's, we're, what's happening? God damn, we've been so distracted. Um, it's, it's the 90s, <laughs> man. It's, who cares? We've been... It's funny. We actually, So we listened to all your requests, and we appreciate them. This this was a request. It was an anonymous request from uh, uh, Kings Kill Podcast at Gmail. We appreciate all your requests. We have a list. We're going to get to all of them. We promise. We're working on it. This was an anonymous request, and one of the... Uh, tidbit saying how we can improve the show is to uh um is to play by play the movie throughout like we did with the horrible thanks killing so far we've done a terrible job of that this entire episode well whatever keep hanging on <laughs> <laughs> that's all i could say all right we're at the death of the parents we're on we're on this adventure together. Yes, the death of the parents. They stumble upon he stumbles upon his dead parents. He's freaking out. He has no idea how they how they're dead. They're murdered in the house. He calls his stoner friends for some help who come over and do nothing. Yeah, they, <laughs> no one assists like, anything. No parents party. That's weird. So he was more freaked out about not having weed in his house than his dead parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't realize he didn't really something was weird. Like he, he was like, Oh man, my parents are dead. He like kind of freaked out, but not really. He freaked out way more. Not having his little four twenty yeah. buddies. He was dry. Oh boy. Um So does he realize it's his hand yet? Yes. So as his friends come over and and they uh they somehow realize that he's wearing um, the shirt of the killer, like there's blood on it, something's wrong. Um, and uh, and he says, No, it's not. I'm just wearing the killer's shirt, I'm not the killer. What great logic, bud! Oh, yeah, this is one of my went... favorite quotes when he's like, The killer was wearing your shirt, the killer, yeah. and then he goes, The killer was wearing me. I'm the killer, <laughs> the killer was wearing me. <laughs> I'm the killer, and he's like, I'm gonna call 911. What's the number? And that was back when that was like new. That joke. What's the number? That of joke was new. Yeah. yeah, I mean, little rascals did it a couple of years before. But little like, rat, quick. What's the number to nine one one? The little rascals. And they're just like I don't know, and then leave. Fire. Whatever. <laughs> but that's um, when those, those stop. quick little jokes were fresh. So it was kind of funny back then. Yeah. But now you just roll your eyes and like, oh my god. Well, what's what's funny though is it still feels fresh because this movie is a perfect time capsule of that era. Like it, it doesn't even seem aged. It, it just it just works, you know. That's true. That's true. So he stops his voice from calling. His hand is going nuts now, and now we get to some interesting kills. So it's been apparent that he killed his parents. Hmm, that works. Apparent that he killed his parents. Oh God, stop me. Um, his hand is out of control now, and I give props to Sawa because um, his acting when he's fighting himself, his hand's officially possessed by some demon. Oh my god! And is trying to kill everybody. I was thinking it reminded me of a Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead. Man, oh, this whole movie is Evil Dead Two, but yeah. <laughs> it's like Evil Dead Two meets. No, I can't do that. But it's almost like Jim Carrey fighting himself and me, myself, and Irene. It's that good of acting, or or a liar, liar, when he's trying to like stop himself. Yeah, yeah. 
when he's fighting yeah. the claw. It's no. it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole movie's based the on the claw. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 really well done. So he offs his best friends. Seth Green takes a bottle to the dome. How does that even work? He just I takes thinking, the bottle doesn't break. It's just in his brain. I'm pretty sure his eye <laughs> would shoot out, or like <laughs> I was thinking about this. Like, or the bottle would break somehow, or any. Yeah. No, it's apparently his skull is a perfect hole in it. No, and then he offs uh, uh, Penub by throwing a saw perfectly at his neck. Oh, this was one of my favorite kills as a kid. It was it was good, and then as a kid, I thought it was really bed. cool. Yeah, he's just like, it's not cool, it's not cool, or everything is going to be cool, everything's going to be cool. Then he gets the saw blade right to the head, and his head roll all the way down to his feet, and he's just like, cool, <laughs> and his head's just <laughs> yeah, one last cool. Ahead. He's no no lungs are attached to him. He's still speaking. So uh, so uh, Anton or Sawa, he gets. He's freaking out, so he buries the bodies, right? Correct. That's when we actually get a great, a great zombie montage because everything is like, um, you know, like that Italian horror giallo where everything's like very, uh, like bright, vibrant colors. Everything somehow becomes red, and you get kind of a well done unearthing as they come back to life, mm-hmm. his friends, as these zombies, um. Yeah, and he's terrified of these things. They wind up knocking his ass out with a shovel. When he comes to uh, Seth Green, says something along the lines of, "Of you, <laughs> like you hit me in the head with a shovel." Well, you did kill me. I was sour about it. Had some time. I'm over it now. <laughs> and they they just go back. He now has two zombie buddies chilling, eating Cheetos, and the decapitated head from Henson is actually really well done. It's not upright. It's sideways, meaning the actor who played Penub had to be cockeyed for hours during shoots. Oh, that um, looked very uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, and even the animatronic head they used still worked out great. The best part is when they're, they're trying to eat burritos, so Seth Green sticks a pike a skewer <laughs> in Penub's neck, reattaches his head. He's trying to eat this burrito, and like the burrito is like shitting out of his own neck. It is the gnarliest. I don't know why that was the grossest part of the movie to me. That actually, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Because it's that it's that oh, it's that gas station 99 cent microwave burrito crap, and it's just oozing out of his decapitated neck that he ducks safe together. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh so then ugh. then he uh so Sawa decides to you know, off his hand, right? He's going to cut it off. Yeah, I was actually impressed with that. He actually thought of that pretty quick in the movie. Not super super Um, quick. It's like half hour, 40 minutes into it or something. But like nowadays, they would just keep it on throughout the whole movie probably. You know what I mean? And that would be the highlight and it would be over, yeah. No, this one, they're actually smart for stoners. (laughs) Well, they've only been smoking oregano. True. For a day. True. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so he tries a bagel cutter. That doesn't work. Um, because bagel cutter, I mean, doesn't even cut bagels. They say that in the movie. No. Um, I, a line that stuck in my head is when uh, Seth Green grabs like the electric knife, the turkey carver, 
and runs at him and says, look at me, I'm Leatherface, in like some weird Adam Sandler voice. It is, I don't know why, <laughs> it's stuck on repeat in my head. Dude, stuck in my head. Is... It's stuck in my head. When they're like, there's a killer on the loose, and he's like, what? He's like, don't you watch the news? I hate that fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> such a great script oh it's so good you know what's funny so all the weird shit with Jessica Alba one being 17 and all the weird stuff like when I know his hand's possessed but he grabs her ass like first time really saying two words to her like violently grabs her ass and she's like grab oh I'm fine I'm so surprised you have the balls to do that who says that? Who gets assaulted? Jessica and it's like, Alba. thank you. <laughs> yeah, Jessica. <laughs> uh, it's funny because a chick co-wrote this movie. This was co-written by a female. Uh, Jennifer Todd, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, which surprised me. That unless they just used her to be like, hey, what's, what's the weirdest thing you would get in a first date? What would you not like? I'm pretty sure that's the only thing she was consulted for. Because <laughs> this movie is full of it. They call each other as a pet name, Baby Snakes. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a no for me, dog. Fuck you. What the shit is I that? Don't, don't call me Baby Snakes. <laughs> There's gonna be someone oh, listening my offended God. by that because they get called. Dumb. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I <laughs> I once dated someone who demanded I call them. Um, Love and nothing else. Now, love is a very sweet thing That's to say. Common. I get it. But if I were to say, babe, baby, honey, anything, no, stop insulting me. You can refer to me as love. I'm not, oh, no, well, baby I'm snakes. exhausted. Yeah, yeah I should have tried baby snakes. You should have. That's, I'm sorry. That's, that's where it went all down the hill. I should have just grabbed her ass as hard as I could. And then she'd be like, oh, I didn't, <laughs> baby I didn't know you cared. Baby snakes. Maybe that's the fingers. The fingers are baby snakes. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, 17 year old Jessica Alba, everybody. <laughs> I like, they're like almost about to bang and stuff. And the hand starts doing its thing, being little baby snakey the fingers. Hand choking. <laughs> the hand starts choking her. And she's like, oh. That's uncomfortable. That's it. Yeah. Don't do that. Stop that. What? Like she's not even... She, she wants to be choked. <laughs> she's 17, Steven. She's 17. She was in Stop Dark it. Angel. She wants to be choked. Oh, my God. Dark Angel. What a nightmare. <laughs> Thanks, James Cameron. <laughs> they can't all be... They can't all be diamonds, bro. They can't all be diamonds. <laughs> Uh, wait wait have we moved on we can't move on from michael bay to shit on james cameron that's not fair Uh, (laughs) Uh, it is a new year (laughs) just gonna trash on all these award-winning directors (laughs) we'll pick them out see that's the joke i said award-winning and michael bay in the same sentence oh there it is there There it is (laughs) But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he, he ties up the the hand to what the the bed rail or whatever the bed frame, so they can get it on. And she's like, and they don't kinky. 
So this yeah, because the only thing because, this movie doesn't don't the parents come like home. I'm an '80s whore is because there's no sex in it. Or, I mean, there's one nudity scene. I think maybe a few, but Jessica Alba there's is a just too scene. innocent for that. And the tease of her was just fine for us '90 kids. '90s kids. That's what it is. In the end, she's in her bra and panties, and like they they let you see everything, but that's yeah. it. That's that's as much as you get from Jessica Al- Alba. You get like. Kids dressed as the uh, it's not even as, like, Kiss hot. Army fans. Whatever. Well, <laughs> it's good you say that because she's seventeen. Steven. Yeah, I was just checking. That's <laughs> just reassuring. Oh, the test for me. <laughs> <laughs> you got got the cops on speed dial. Yes, is the number nine one one. Said it. He said it. <laughs> What's the number to nine one one? Quick help. Um. Oh my god! So after that, that reminds me of um, bed scene. What reminds me of us? <laughs> go on. You know, I've heard in reviews that we we talk over each other sometimes, and I might be a culprit to that. I don't even know. It's so that strange happens. and unlike me. It's so weird. I think that's a lie. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's move on. The bed scene. Jesus, we're making like an hour and a half long movie into a four hour Dude, epic. We're, this point. Yeah. After the bed. We're after the bed. We're we're looking at like Vivica Fox now, I think. Which storyline doesn't make yeah, sense she's in at all. You could take that entire storyline out and it'll be fine. Um, yeah, she wasn't really necessary at all. She was she, like, in fact, it doesn't she doesn't even like round anything up at the end. She has like a 10 second segue. In fact, they wanted to do a different ending entirely. So um I'll tell you how this. So <laughs> Vivica Fox is a demon hunter. She her only reason is the hunt. She's Buffy. Yeah, she's Buffy. She's yeah. Buffy. Which yeah. And she's trying to kill this possessed hand or whatever. And she's looking at a map, finding where all the murders are. And then she draws out like the murder was here, the murder was over here. And then she looks at the drawing and was like, Oh my god, a pentagram. Okay. Wow, 90s. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. And so that's how she goes to the town and finds Devin Sawa. But that whole storyline is stupid. Not even had the demon hunter. You could have had, it would have been way funner if these kids dealt with this themselves and kill it. Or it yeah, because away they, they've already gotten the help. Idle hands. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they've already uh, they've already gotten the help from uh, um, from their friend, the neighbor, um, Jack Noseworthy, who who they go to advice about demons because he's a metalhead. How do you know he's a metalhead? He has a black truck and a quiet riot shirt on. Wow, that's he has a that's tattoo. how we know he's down with the devil. <laughs> a ta- he has a tattoo of Jesus on his arm. <laughs> you know what? That's how you, that's how you know this guy's dark. <laughs> I was, for some reason, I just thought of this. I'd even look it up. Is that, I don't know his name, but is he from Something About Mary? One of them that's love. he's the the disability guy. I know who you're talking about, but no. But he looks just like a baby version of that. He does. I know exactly what you're talking but about. But go on. He looks, yes, he looks like if you were to take a little less nose, a little less cheek, and that would be him. But it's not quite. It's not quite. Huh. Oh, that's amazing. He's got a doppelganger yeah. out there. But um 
Yeah, is he the guy that is in the kiss outfit with the girl that has the Paul Stanley kiss makeup? That gets smashed in the window. Jack Nosley? No, he. No, he's. That's one of his friends. Okay. Uh, it's one of his friends. Just gets. It's just like this bonus kill where they're like, I don't know if they're at a drive-in or they're waiting to get into the school dance. They're just out in the parking lot. Um, but they're just. Yeah. yeah, they're dressed up like Kiss. He's going down on her. She takes her top off. And like, ooh, enjoys this extra hand play. It's the severed hand killing her, which chokes her out, and then somehow smashes her head against the window, pulls it back inside the car, then his head explodes. <laughs> it what was so confusing. Rip strength is this? <laughs> <laughs> How that happened? I don't know. Um, I, I went back and looked so, at it, and his head. No, there's there's nothing. So now you have <laughs> teamed up. Jack Noseworthy, not the guy from Something About Mary, <laughs> with Vivica A. Fox, Buffy. This movie's Buffy. Um, they're now hunting Anton, who is who is Sawa. Um, but he's already cut the hand off, which pisses her off because now the demon's on the loose, I guess. Um, and Jessica Alba, Seth Green, Eldon Henson, they're all at this costume ball now. They're all at the school dance. So Sawa is missing a hand. Perfect. Everyone's like, great costume. His two zombie friends, everyone's like, oh, my God, your costumes are amazing. They're dead. Then, um, And then uh, Jack Noseworthy, the quiet riot metal dude, who obviously knows all about the devil because he listens to metal. <laughs> and Vivica A. Fox slash Buffy are hunting this hand down. Now, who's playing at this uh, at the school dance? Nineties, I mean, Offspring. <laughs> All of the nineties, <laughs> the entire nineties, just Offspring. Yeah, yeah. I love how you just, you just. I love how you just failed the school test right there. <laughs> who's playing? Nineties. I think, 90s, 90s, I think oh, Offspring so, oh. because bleached blonde tips. Even though that guy just has straight. Blonde oh hair. yeah. Bright. It's. Weird looking. It's so, I don't know. It's so bleached. <laughs> it's nineties. It's the fucking nineties. That's Offspring. The Offspring's so, playing, which is so, uh, my the, best best the, kill in the movie. Coming up. Yeah. So the director wanted the Ramones to play. They couldn't. It, it didn't work out. So instead, Offspring offered to do it and covered the Ramones as like a cool thanks for being in the movie. And then we get this kill. Go ahead, go ahead and, and take it, man. This was this was a practical effect because they had one shot to do this and they took really? it. Really? What happens to the lead singer of the offspring? Oh yeah. man, Dexter Holland. He uh, he gets scalped by the hand. It's it's perfect. It's such a good kill. It is a, a, a one take practical offense. I'm not really sure how scalping actually kills him, but it instantly kills hurt him, him like because his hair is kind of dumb. like a trademark for the band. Maybe. And he was just like, <laughs> There is no Osprey without like, hair. Fuck this. I'm out of here. No hair. Did you know that, that he he has a uh, uh, like a PhD? Yeah, dude. He's smart. Um, he's like a well educated man. He's man. one of those like uh, smart guys and stuff. You know? <laughs> yep. Well spoken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some guys go on to, to become a doctor and be a rock band, and other guys, um, well, they talk about it. <laughs> On Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) 
We all have life goals, folks. No judgment <laughs> necessary. Oh, it's great. So, so then the whole place comes crashing down, kind of like yeah, Carrie. I was going to say, I mean? it's a Carrie um, scene, pretty much. Yeah. Everything starts, uh, starts falling to shit. Uh, Jessica Alba runs away. Um, no one knows where anybody is. I don't know why. It's a school gym. Where are you going to hide? But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing works out. Oh. The, a great, a, probably my favorite, my most iconic vision of this is um, when the hand who is who's played by who plays the hand? Oh, it's, it's the same the same actor who played Christopher something, who played Thing. Yeah, from Adam's from family. family. Christ, Christopher uh, Adams. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Hart that's, played that's Thing right. from uh, the Adams family, and good um, hand. he he played him in all three movies. He's a great hand. He actually is a professional magician who worked with David Copperfield. No shit. Yeah, and said that he really he did his best he could to not mimic anything he did in the Adams family with this. Oh, that's why he chose because somebody. he wanted this to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Stephen. That's why, bud. <laughs> but what I. What I love is when he catches the principal on this phone sex hotline and uh, sneaks up his pant leg and offs him, which is just terrifying to think about. Yeah, does but, so um, is the death by wiener detached? Or like he actually comes out of his zipper to go out of his face again. It's a lot of face squeezing. I mean, what do you a lot of hands, like weird so like gonna do? <laughs> 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 well, that's where he he thinks ahead, he puts his nails into the into the the automatic pencil sharpener, which is an iconic scene. Um, sharpens his nails up, and this final look of the hand, where he's got this like dead skin, the dried blood, the, the it looks like a zombie. He's got the sharpened nails now. Uh, it took an hour and a half for those prosthetics to be on every single Ooh. day. Plus, hearts just run around the ground. Just for hours of reshoots, running all over the place. Can you imagine over, if they did it now? They would just have Andy Circus do it. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Stop. Stop it! <laughs> How to <you> get demonetized? <laughs> Talk about Steven's dick and just throw out low volume or as fast as you can. <laughs> uh, stay tuned, folks. We have lots more. <laughs> oh, I got some trivia. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, all right, let's wrap up the movie and then, then, we'll, then we'll get into some fun facts. Let's see. Uh, uh, so we're almost there. We're almost at the end. The uh, um, Molly. Uh, um, played by a 17-year-old Jessica Alba. <laughs> Her friend gets off in some stupid... It's so unnecessary. There's this, like, spinning fan. They're going to drop down from the ceiling. Why are they in the ducks to begin with? No idea. She holds it together with a shoe. Big surprise, it doesn't work. Her friend gets chopped to bits. It's like an off-camera kill. It's just like a bonus kill, yeah. you know? Um, so then they're in the garage. Um, Jessica Alba's been captured by the hand, who's somehow wearing a puppet. It sounds terrible, folks, but it really is fun. <laughs> <laughs> She's being offered in some sacrifice. She's tied to a car. It's being lifted up to some pentagram on the ceiling. 
Uh, and they save the day at the last moment by discovering this magical super bong. They get the hand so high it slows down. They save Jessica Alba. Uh, Vivica A. Fox, Buffy, throws the knife, this weird, creepy serpent dagger out of nowhere, saves the day, and the hand just poof and vanishes. What the shit? That's it. That's the end. They even say it. They even, like, Seth Green's like, that's it? That's it? Well, it turns out they had a whole different way of ending this that was super expensive where they were in the pool, it opens up to like the pit of hell. There's thousands of hands all over the place coming out of the walls. Um, and Sawa sacrifices himself. That was cut because they said it didn't, it was too heavy for what? the film. That sounds like a way better ending than poof, it's gone. Yeah, because you don't even know what happened. In fact, because of reshoots, this was supposed to come out at Halloween because it takes place at Halloween. This is a fun Halloween movie. Because of reshoots, getting rid of that ending, not only did it waste a lot of money, they had a $25 million budget. Most of it went to that and the offspring (laughs) (laughs) and all the other music they used in music videos like Rob Zombie and stuff. Uh, They, uh, they reshot it. It didn't come out till like the spring of next year. And this is what, this is what ruined the movie. They, the movie came out 10 days after Columbine. Yeah, and then Senators and when and that stuff, happened, used it as a scapegoat. Oh my god. Joe fucking Lieberman <laughs> said that this movie was making a mockery of Columbine. This movie was finished wrapped six months it's ago. It's because of idle hands. It is about these shootings. A habits. hand. Yes. <laughs> he literally blamed Columbine on idle hands. A nineties horror comedy about a stoner who cuts his hand off. This is why a terrible tragedy happened. It's so weird how Lieberman did not get voted in as vice president the following election <laughs> year. I can't imagine why that happened. Lieberman, you ass. Jesus. <laughs> now that's <sighs> 10 days after the shooting. That happens. They just had to blame it on yeah. something. Like, how many things have been blamed on they did. video games and all this shit? Stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. So it's but but so like so this movie had a twenty-five million dollar budget. It made only one point eight million dollars opening weekend because of this bad press. Only went on to make like four or five million gross in the US. This movie was a huge flop and really never and got bashed on by critics for the same reason. Didn't get any love until it went. You know, direct to video. Oh, dude! And if you uh, see and the like, ratings from critics, it's like in the red. It's terrible. But then you look at user terrible. reviews on terrible. all these sites, like Meta, yeah, all that stuff. They're great. It's way up there. Yeah. <laughs> like Meta, all this, all stuff. that, all that <laughs> crap. That's gonna be our. That's gonna be our, our review site. Meta, all this stuff. <laughs> Meta, all of it. No, it's. It's one of those fast pace. It's pretty fast pace. It's like a good. It is. It say the perfect '90s film, but it's like one of those great '90s horror films. There's not a lot. It's a great snapshot. <laughs> it's it's '90s music. It's '90s clothes. '90s vernacular. It's even got the stereotypical stupid '90s cops in it. 
everyone's smoking weed because in every 90s movie, if you're a teenager, you have to be stoned for some reason. Yeah. Which is weird. Which, is weird. Which, they, which they stopped <laughs> in like the 2000s, it seemed like. And then all of a sudden, Seth Green came out. Now everybody's stoned. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he came out. Like, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> are you comparing coming no, out? I as mean, like, he, uh, he became, I admit it, world. He became, like, I smoke pot. You're so brave. <laughs> You're so brave. God damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so what I have is a 16 kill count. Yeah. Oh, that's high. Yeah. That's awesome. But if you count the hand that vanishes in a puff of smoke, maybe 17. But yeah, it's God. a pretty damn good kill count. And most of those kills are really it's a great awesome kill count. to watch. It's a super fun you know film. what I mean? Like, Yeah. All the kills are fun and all the kills are practical. I mean, a lot of them are kind of off yeah. screen, but like they're still five fun. Of them is they're the quick. They don't slow fault. down the movie at all. So it's like, yeah, that's five of them. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. It, did you know um, uh, the neighborhood? The whole, like at the beginning, whole just their houses and shit. That's the same neighborhood as the nineteen seventy eight Halloween. Yes, so it was filmed in Pasadena, which is the same place where Carpenter tried to like in like a suburb of Pasadena, which for some reason, if you throw leaves on it, looks just like Illinois in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's uh, yeah, uh, and also they pay some homage to that. The first shot of the film, besides the opening segue, is a jack o' lantern, and I think that's kind of like a hey, thanks. Yeah, you know, which Steve also Carpenter. made me question. I know it was Halloween and stuff, but you know when he found his parents on the ground, did you notice that there were smashed pumpkins where their head were? Heads were. Yes, I did see that, and I, I totally forgot. I forgot so much of this movie. Um, um, it, like it's been a while since I watched it, but like I forgot the whole thing took place around Halloween. How many fun kills are in it? Um, if you haven't seen this, it's you can rent this for three bucks. Some places it's even free. This is this is an easy movie. You don't got to pay attention to. Sit back, remember the '90s, and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I, I think it was. It's worth a buy, I want to say. Like, have it on your shelf, because it's very fun to revisit. Definitely fun. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to add this to my, like, Halloween must-see. Because every every Halloween, every October, I watch a horror movie every night anyways, but, like, every Halloween, I make myself a list. We used to talk about this way before the show ever started. We would compare, hey, what are you watching this October? Yeah, I, you know? I have my list um, going on 14 years now. I do update it. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's usually uh, the same. I mean, it, I, I hit the stable. same ones mostly. Like, I, I took out half the Hellraiser franchise. Usually I would attempt it, but I'm like, after two or three, I'm like, well, fuck this. There's no <laughs> point. There's no point now. So, uh, um, yeah, thank you. Uh, even though you're anonymous, I appreciate, we appreciate the, uh, um, request, uh, the tip. Yeah. The request. <laughs> Shit, <I can't. laughs> this guy's stoned. When we, like, like we said this before, when <laughs> been smoking that oregano, bro. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is super fun. You gotta check this out. Thank you so much for the request. Even though it's anonymous, it's okay. We don't gotta share your name. Uh, we usually just do a first name basis anyway. At least we try to just to share like some anonymity for people because um, we respect you and we care about you guys. I sure um, do. Yeah, I think this is this is ah, uh, <laughs> Steven. I'm so sweet. Ah. Yeah. No, I mean this is this is a must watch. This is this is part of my uh, new Halloween staple. This is on the October yep. list for sure. I agree. All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Remember, follow us uh, on Instagram, Kings Hill Podcast. You never miss when we release new content. Join the discussion. Take our weekly surveys on Twitter at KK Podcast. Write to us your requests for episodes at kingskillpodcast at gmail, all of which can be located in our official website, kingsofkill.com, where you'll find our online store. If you're able, please help us keep the show going in two ways. Share this episode with everyone you know, and if you can, donate a few pennies, head on over to anchor.fm slash kingsofkill slash support. Help us improve our content and our equipment so we can keep this going strong. Thank you all so much. I'm Steven. I'm Zach. And this is the Kings of Kill podcast. <laughs>